Accidental Hope listeners, wanted to let you know that we have launched a Patreon. If you're interested in giving from a joyful heart, please follow Patreon forward slash Accidental Hope, and I would love your support. If this blesses you today, would you mind liking, sharing, following, subscribing, tell a friend, or even leaving a review? Thanks so much. Welcome to Accidental Hope Podcast, a community that seeks hope and healing from a faith perspective. My name is Jennifer, and I'm not an expert, but I do share life experiences because I believe it will help someone else. So get ready to open your heart, laugh, cry, and receive. Let's get started. Welcome. Today we will talk about the ultimate question something that I believe is foundational to well-being, and that is, who am I? Who am I? Who are you now? And this will be different for each person. Answering this question is something that is a lifelong journey. In the psychology world, they identify it as sense of self with a capital S because sense of self is how we present ourselves to the world. It's our lens in which we think about things. It's the lens in which we view ourselves. And this can change as we mature and grow and as our environment changes. And so there are all these things around us that try to tell us who we are. Now, as you know, some people can try to wrap their identity in things that are not healthy. Okay, for example... Someone might define themselves as an athlete in high school. I'm married to a coach, so I've seen this over and over again. We have this phenomenal athlete who sees themselves possibly going professional or playing in college someday, and then senior year, there's an injury. And this young man or young woman, this exceptional athlete who has spent their whole life really wrapping their life into this sport or recreation and it's lost and you can see something inside them hurt so painfully because what now right and the thing is is that person might have wrapped their identity in something that is temporary okay let me give you another example let's think about the woman who says, I'm married to a doctor. I'm a doctor's wife. That's who I am. I'm a doctor's wife. And she's very proud of her husband. Something happens to that relationship that she wasn't expecting at all. And that relationship is gone. That title is gone. That label is gone. And she may feel like she is just tossed at sea. She's that ship in scripture that's just tossed around by the waves of life and She doesn't know who she is anymore. Let me give you a last example, and then I'll get back to myself and how it applies to me. Stay-at-home mom. I'm speaking to those stay-at-home moms. And you love your baby so much, and you're there, and you're involved, and you're doing all the things. This is what you've always dreamed of, is to be a mom. But then suddenly you and your friends and your other stay-at-home moms, you start to talk and you start to get honest and you say, man, I feel like I've lost myself. All I am is this mom. Where am I? Where am I? In this? Where's my self? Where's my sense of self 
everything can't be wrapped up in the kids. And that's because sometimes we shift our identity into things that are not eternal. So I just wanted to paint that picture real quick and just to give you some groundwork and then come back to me for a second because you can all fill in this blank of a time in your life where maybe your identity was wrapped up in the wrong things and then when it was taken, your legs were swept from under you and you felt lost for a little bit. And that's what's ha- that's what happened to me after my accident. There is a Jennifer before the accident and a Jennifer after the accident. And it's not just about me. There is my entire family unit of how we were before and how we are after. And there are good and bad of both of that. The family who lost a loved one, there is life before and life after the loss. With your trauma, whatever that may be, there may be life before the trauma and life after the trauma. If you were really young, maybe that's all you knew, your childhood was wrapped up in a trauma, and so you know only that path of trauma, and you are looking towards your future, and you are trying to break free of that trauma. But your identity is not the trauma, and that is what I'm hoping that the that we will come an agreement or see God speak to us or have a revelation in this discussion today that you are not your trauma. Your identity is not in a circumstance. Your identity is in Christ and what Christ has called you to do and what he can do through you. And that, my friends, is the message for today. So for myself, I could have defined myself as, you know, wife of a coach, right? Not married to a doctor, but I'm married to a wonderful man who coaches football and basketball and baseball, and he has been blessed to have a lot of winning seasons. Everybody loves the coach or everybody does not like the coach, right? And so I'm his wife, and that's something that I'm so proud to be. But my identity can't be in that because things can change. My relationship with Chris is not eternal. I love him, and I'm certainly proud to be his, but it's not eternal. That can change. And when the accident happened, I mourned the fact that I wasn't the same woman that he had vowed to take care of. I didn't feel the same. I I couldn't be intimate for a long time. I I really struggled with... um, worthy of love if you don't feel worthy to be loved it's very difficult to be a wife right so I couldn't define myself necessarily as a wife but I was I defined myself as as a coach's wife and I have children I am blessed with four beautiful children and there were times where I was that stay-at-home mama and I did feel like I had lost myself but for the most part I was just proud to be a mom, love my kids, even how they are so different, and I'm. what makes it exceptional is my children have a genetic disorder. Two of my children have had surgery, and we had specialists and lots of things, so for a while, I was even wrapped up into the identity of a special needs mama, because my children had special medical needs, and that was not healthy. It is a part of my journey 
but it didn't define who I was. As a younger person, looking back, I can see how I presented myself sometimes as that who I that's who I was. Thankfully, my children were healed and, I mean, not healed. We have ongoing treatments and things, and something could, of course, always develop in the future, but accident. The Jennifer before the accident, every characteristic, every thought I had of who I was, this law-abiding citizen, strong, independent, fun-loving woman, this nurturing, attentive mom, this passionate teacher, all of that died for a little bit. That identity, that way that I saw myself, that died a little bit that day of my accident. It wasn't lost forever, but it did, all of those aspects changed. My personality changed. My ability to take care of my husband and children changed for a while. The anxiety and depression that was so heavy changed me for a while. I no longer saw myself as that Proverbs 31 woman. I didn't see myself as a passionate teacher because I was so broken. But thankfully, thankfully, the things that could sustain, the parts of me that could not change, okay, the talents, the marital status, my children, all of those things could change. But this part of me that could never change before and after the accident, the part of me that that connects my past to my present to my future is what Christ has done in me. When I accepted the Lord into my heart and I said, you will be the Savior of my life. My relationship is with you. My hope is with you. You are mine. You are my Savior, Lord. I trust you. I love you. I believe the work you did on the cross was for me and for everyone else. When I declared that over my life, that was the identity that is eternal. That was the identity that could unite young and old, male and female, cross-culturally your identity in Christ and not a circumstance. And that is something to celebrate. What does God say? What does God say? I want you to get out a piece of paper and I want you to think about things. I want you to take it and I want you to divide it down the center. And on the left side, I want you to make a list. If you need to pause this, go ahead and do that. Get a pencil paper. And on the left side, I want you to write all the things that maybe you define yourself by. Your marital status, your talents, your achievements, goals, that career, those degrees. I want you to put all the things on the left side of what you define yourself by. And on the right, we're going to talk about what God says. What does scripture say of who you are? And there are no exceptions to this. God's scripture doesn't say these are my promises for you, except for those who've had this trauma. These are my callings. These are my promises that I give to you, except for those who have had an accident with fatality. God doesn't say that. We live in a place and a culture that makes us feel unworthy. 
right? We have this goal to be Instagram worthy. We have this goal to be a Pinterest mom or Pinterest worthy. And all of those things that we try to fulfill our identity with, they will not suffice. They are not eternal. So on that right side, we're focusing on the things that you can find in Scripture. And guys, God says, if you get nothing else from this discussion, God says you are loved. He says you are precious. He says you are healed and whole. He has called you by name. He set an appointment and a purpose for you in the womb. You are forgiven. There are no exceptions with that. There's nothing tied to that forgiveness statement over and over and over in the Bible. He says you are forgiven. Ask and you are forgiven. The work I did on the cross reconciled you. You are forgiven. It reconciled that sin specifically in 2 Corinthians. You are forgiven. You are redeemed. You are a child of God. You are mine. He knows me. It says in the Bible, He knows you. He is the lover of your soul. He really knows me. And not just knows me, but He accepts me. I am His. I am His masterpiece, His workmanship. I am anointed. I am called. I am equipped. I am beautiful. Hear me with that? I am beautiful. He delights in me. He has made me courageous and bold. And these are the things because my identity comes from Christ and the work that he's going to do in me. I am transformed. I am not the circumstance. That is part of my journey. But really, guys, I can't celebrate my accident. I know that it seems that way sometimes when people talk about their testimony But that's not what it is. Guys, if you have a heart check and you are sharing your testimony, you are sharing what God has done through you. I will never be able to celebrate the fact that I had an accident with fatality. I cannot ever boast on that. But man, I can tell you and celebrate all day long and rejoice over the fact that God took someone who wanted to give up on life, who wanted to give up on hope, who felt that I was unworthy to be loved. I felt that I could never be forgiven, that nothing I could never find joy or experience joy without it being attached to guilt. I have done the ultimate forbidden thing. I was responsible for someone's death. And God said, no, Jennifer, you are reconciled by the work I did on the cross. That that time in that little bitty church when you were 10 years old at a little camp or revival, whatever it was, because I can't even remember, I stood up and I said, I believe. I believe in Jesus. I feel his presence in this room. I see it. I understand it. And I ask God to come into my life to be my Lord and Savior. And he he came. He was there. And the work he did way back then was still there the moment before my accident. That time when I was just sitting in the cold waiting for the police officers to complete their investigation to now. 
and from the future. I grieved my past. I grieved that woman who didn't suffer from anxiety. I grieved that woman who that wasn't afraid of driving. That person is gone because I am new. I will face this every day of my life, but I accept it and I embrace it because every single day God's going to show up. There is new hope every single day. And when we learn to look for who we are in Christ and what Christ is wanting to do through you, everything's going to change, friends. That is the foundational piece. That is what is eternal. And my definition for me is different for you because we are all a part of this kingdom. He called each of us differently, and we come together like pieces of a puzzle, and it's beautiful. Actually, we come together like, what's that? A mosaic. It's better than just a puzzle. It is a mosaic. It is something that we couldn't orchestrate or fathom or think up because he is the creator and he called you by name and he put a purpose on your life and that purpose was not for that trauma. But you know what it is? He said, when you take these ashes and make them beautiful, when you have victory over despair, when you rejoice and learn to love again, learn to trust again, learn to accept and forgive again, that is beautiful. When the enemy of this world, of this fallen, broken world, does not have power over you, when you have victory over your guilt and shame because you know you are new creation in Christ, wow, that's beautiful because the enemy has no power. Nothing. God is so good. God is so good and he loves you so much. So I hope that you will take a few minutes and write that down. Take out your piece of paper. Spend five minutes. I want you to spend five minutes and I want you to think about the things that you define yourself by that are not eternal. Those are bonuses, my friends. I love my husband. He is a gift. He is a bonus. I love each of my children. Man, they are, oh, I love them so much. I love them more. Oh, I love my husband and my children more each day. My love for them and the appreciation for them grew a thousandfold after my accident. It's so precious. Time is so precious. My relationship as a daughter, my parents, it grew a thousandfold. I'm so, I'm so grateful for the family I have. But it doesn't define me. Those are bonuses. My passion for people who have been in accidents like mine, that's a bonus. It fills my cup up. I'm so grateful to be able to serve in any capacity. All of those things that I love, the skills that God has given me, are all gifts and bonuses. But it doesn't define who I am. Certainly not the accident. It's just a part of my journey. Christ and what he does inside me, that is what I think about. I wake up every day grateful that I'm loved by God. I wake up every day grateful that I'm forgiven by God. I am redeemed. I am his child. And that is the message. Guys, you are loved. I hope that this gave you a nugget of hope. Be a seeker of hope. 
Seek hope every day because his mercies are new every day. His hope is there is fresh hope every day. If you can't look past the the week, if you're still in that place where it's just day by day, then take that. Look for God's hope today. Find it and share it with someone else because what you have, someone else needs. Thank you, my friends. I hope to see you next week. Bye-bye. Happy Music Number 7 brought to you by scottholmesmusic.com